parody kind of thing, and we're out of context. They can't believe it. This is great. So what they're going to do is that they're going to scare these visiting guests to, so they'll notice them, and then Wait, they'll try to get they the letter. two and two together that... They know that he looks exactly like his ancestor. They're like, I can't believe it's cutthroat. <laughs> and it's, look, they're there's not John Danbury. They're not two together yet that they can lift their curse if they get the letter that shows... Right, they, they do know, but they're trying to get the people in the house to realize this. Okay, so they have to open the... She knows it's in the safe, right? Oh, right. Well, there's actually a very funny scene. I don't think we got to it. Uh, she's going to go around, and they're going to look for everything, and they're going to point to the clock, and they say, it's in the clock, and Lou will say, absolutely not. No way they would put it in a clock. Let's move on. And they're not going to open the clock at all. What? So they're going to search everything except for the clock. Because Listen, Lou, he's getting his very wisdom, close. That's so sharp. They're so sharp. It's like Nurse Diesel. You know, the circular logic of yours. Ooh. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is classic. This is classic Carl. Ready? Why is it classic Wait, Carl? What? Oh, no. All right. He's going to go to the window. No, the next scene is classic Carl. I'm coming up there. Here I come. All right, here we go. Classic Carl. <laughs> you don't do that? <laughs> That is, I guess I never did, but I, I'm being complimented, so. He, he now, has to do a bit where he walks through, like, he's going to walk through the door, and we all know he's not, and he's going to hit this terrible slapstick right, and land on his ass. Down. But instead, he opens the door. You that never was get hilarious. It. Okay, so, look at me. Don't I look good? I know it's got to be here somewhere. How come her boobs aren't sharp in the painting? Well, that was back in the 1780s. Now she's wearing like totally contemporary clothing. So it's her clothes, it. not her boobs. Maybe, yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, it could be in this clock. No, it's being ridiculous. Right? I mean, like, what a decision. How frustrating. Like, you want them to find it, and they just, like... Yeah. Okay, meanwhile, the guests are hearing all of this racket. So, this place is haunted. But, I mean, do the guests know that, and Bud is being honest about it? Because he said, as fellow psychics... Yeah. No, they know. They're, um... They're noticing shenanigans, and they're going to see more of it. Okay, they oh, they turn on the radio. Right, uh, so come out, Phantom. It's the Phantom. Technology. Yeah. They're like, maybe it's in this unfamiliar box. Okay, hands up. We want you to sing, Phantom. Oh, so it's it's Home Alone's gag. Yeah. Oh, the Phantom's girl. Put your hands up, too. Now sing, Phantom, sing. He's like, on top of old Smokey, old cover with you, you know. There, there he goes, he's singing. Singing Phantom. Then eventually there'll be gunfire. Oh, and then they're gonna say, Oh, here comes the cop. Blow. And the both the ghosts go. Whoosh. They don't understand the expressions of yeah. the forties. <laughs> now you know wow, she's oh my goodness, I have to marry her. 
telling you, just like every week of Abbott and Costello, and I was like, what, what, what's this weird feeling I have? I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, what's this rumbling in my... Okay, so wow, like, Bob is all the way scared now? Yeah, he's totally scared. Now, here comes uh, Clifford. And look, the auntie and the, the fiancé, oh, my God. Uh, lesbian. They, no, they sleep in the same bed. That would be... Well, I'm sure that lesbians do that. Uh, I think uh, there's more bits. Yeah, shake. So they're just friends. They said yeah, they're just friends. Lesby friends. No, Les they're aunt. They're aunt and niece. They're just sharing the bed. Look, oh, it's aunt and niece. That's different. Yeah. yeah. Everything's cool. Go down this ridiculous staircase. Now, the point of taking your clothes off when you go to sleep is for like health reasons. But if is it really? Is that what you tell people? I tell people that on the subway. I say, listen, feel free to take your clothes off. You'll feel much better. <laughs> okay, here comes the the Ghostbuster. They're saying someone came in and knocked them in the candlestick, and she's like, haberdashery. <laughs> I, I heard it while posing for Walt Disney for the Wicked Witch. Yeah, right. So wait, yeah. so she is a ghost doubter or no? She no, believes... she's, she's like a ghost whisperer. She knows, like, she gotcha. knows the ghosts are there. They do this ceremony every Fourth of July where the they th the ghosts throw an item at them, they hit him in the head. <laughs> All right. Yeah, look at her outfit. Now it's getting more and more contemporary. She's tucked it in, right, and her pants. How they go into her boots. There's a scene where they change clothing, Carl. Okay. She dresses like uh, Lou, and Lou's dressed in her outfit because they're ghosts. <laughs> when you cross streams and you walk into each other, you change your clothing. Gotcha. I don't gotcha. One of my favorite gags started happened with Nora. He, she's like, "Well, we have money, right?" And he goes, "Oh, things are tough all over. I had fourteen, ten, uh, seven shilling, and I and now I don't have any pence at all." She goes, "What about the shilling?" He goes, "I lost it in a card game." <laughs> Is that that's Lou saying that, right? Okay, so that's reminiscent of life. Oh yeah. Well, they lost, like, the IRS clamped down on them. That's what happened. Because of just, gambling winnings? Well, they had a lot of money going in and out because of gambling. And the manager they had, it depends on, you know, who kind of gave this. They ran the gambling? Yeah, they had a table. They would, like, at these studios, they would crank out, they cranked out 23 movies, basically, uh, in the first five years. You know, or, you know, by the end of the 50s, they had 23 movies at 35 wow. done. Yeah. So they were just cranking them out and they would have a card table and they would just spend thousands of dollars. Their first movie, like for 25 cent ticket made like 40 million. Like wow. it was just this huge phenomenon. So they had a lot of flash at one point and they, there were vaudevillians who gambled, you know, they all had health problems, but had epilepsy, the smoker really? here. Yeah. Well, you know, Lou used to punch him in the stomach when they were on stage. Yeah. So like they would be doing a bit. I tell you, and then he would go into epileptic fit, and he would have to punch him in the stomach until he got to out. Get him out of it. Oh, there's a story when Lou retired. Oh, the shadow and then, is still there. He goes, "Come on, will you follow me, Shadow?" And then the shadow disappears. Oh, had a nice trip. Wait, how did he? Okay, because it's Lou's ghost. It's ghost mayhem. Wow, oh, that's nuts. It must have been a ghost. <laughs> so. He, you know, uh, Costello, uh, I mean, Abbott had a new partner named Candy Candido, and they were Abbott and Candido. That's and, bad. 
they only did a couple of shows. The problem was they were flying back from a show and Bud had an epileptic fit and he turned to Candy and said, punch me in my stomach. And he said, no, I'm not punching you in the stomach. He didn't realize what was going on. Right. And when they landed, uh, Bud's family and Bud said, he's retired. He's okay. not doing this anymore. He did work for Hanna-Barbera. Do you remember the Hanna-Barbera cartoons they had yeah. from 67? Sure. Look, look, there goes that drink. Whoa. Whoa. All right, See, isn't this getting a little old? Look, they're finally together, Carl. They finally did a scene together. They hated themselves so much, they finally worked together. Okay, so that's why they weren't in the scenes together, because they were fighting. Yeah, the book was vague, and there wasn't anything on IMDb, but they fought, you know. They did this kind of silly public showmanship where one would get one house and the other one would buy a bigger house or oh, a bigger swimming pool. But right. his buds lose manager when they had the show. Remember the Abbott Casella show? Because I do not. I don't. It was two years, 80 episodes, wow. and it's owned by Lou Costello. Lou Costello kind of set it up like a Desi Lou type thing where Bud was a got paid, never got residuals. He just got paid a certain amount. Okay. So that there's like some bitter rivalry over that. Yeah, kind of stuff. yeah. Now look at this. Aren't we sick of this gag already? Are they that... light it already? He's got to check himself. No, they got it's a it's a one hour and twenty minute movie. They got to. This is why I'm here. Why check yourself? Because he already believes in the ghost. He's enjoying it. Okay. Ghost. Go go go. Ghost. Oh, you that you did that in Hamlet. Alas, poor ghost. Good, good ghost. All right, now, now look, now a ghost is doing it to him, and he can't believe it. And that's okay. It's, it's, uh, it's her. Who else would it be? Right, but he doesn't realize that. This is like so after hundreds. The guy who cursed them. Will he come back in the way end? Uh, his journal will. His journal, okay. Because they're gonna have they're gonna have a seance. Well, the and... universe will release him, not this well one the, guy. The contemporary party will finally discover why they're cursed and how the curse could be broken. And okay, 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 good. But we okay. haven't got to that point yet. We sure. Where haven't. did you go? You you were here a second ago. It's like we've been ghosts for hundred and sixty years now. It's still new to me. It is still new. He's just. Whatever. These those outtakes are really funny. Lou always breaks it by going, Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> then everyone cracks up. Oh, well, check out these modern day clothing. They're gorgeous. Oh, I wouldn't be a I would be a ghost with the most if I put on this lady's dress. <laughs> so yeah, we'll is... walk around with no body in it. That's right, Carl. All right. Now here we are in the basement set. And it says danger high voltage in the foreground. Okay. That's letting us know. <laughs> it does get their movies do get tiresome. It is the same. Boing. Yeah, he does say, Oh, he hit him so hard he broke his head into a glass. <laughs> now, but as a kid, Let's I love it. Look at the camera. Now look at her. This is so glam. God, she's gorgeous. Really no, I, I should mention that the fiance is Lynn Baggett 
and she died in Hollywood in 60 from barbiturate intoxication overdose, oh. likely suicide found dead in her apartment. She's a contracted worker for unbilled sexy roles in the 30s. First bill role was uh, June. Uh, no, her role was DOA, Flame in the Arrow. Uh, she married Sam Spiegel, the, the famous producer, and he was such a prick to her. Uh-huh. They separated in 53, and she was so broke, she was an Arthur Murray dance instructor in, seven, in 54. Uh, and then she was a direct cause of a fatal two-car accident in which a nine-year-old boy on her way home from summer camping excursion was killed. Car lent to her by George Tobias, by the way. And then so she, young... has, she still had some credits after her fame. Yeah, right. She she got into a fatal car ac- car accident and killed two kids. Uh, I see. Resume. But the other boy was seriously injured, so it was just one dead kid. Overcome oh, okay. by fear and acute so, anguish, right. he blacked out and was later charged for having leaving the scene of the crime and accident. And was convicted for a felony, hit and run, sixty days in in county. So here we go. Oh, how do you do? What the? <laughs> Ah, now what does she do? She drops her dress and she's naked and she runs up there. That Carl, name me another Abbott and Costello movie where there's a naked invisible person. Can't do it. Can't do it. Meet, it's Abbott and Costello meets the Invisible Man. The oh, invisible man's I naked. can do it. Does he unwrap out of his mummy? He he drops the dress when he gets discovered. So she, so Millie is out of it. Whoa! <laughs> oh, this is hooked. my dress. Right? And my perfume. My shoes. She probably thinks Millie's faking it. Go ahead, oh, drink it. Nope. trying to take her... She it's like vaudeville at its finest. I just need... To, yeah, well... Oh, get that dress. I don't want to be reminded. Oh! I just want to go back to New York and play gin rummy. Drink slow gins. They've got a fizz to them. I think she has the only funny line, which is like, well, the only thing I could do is be as crazy as you guys. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, she's the one who got into the car accident and committed suicide. Gotcha. Wow, right? But the other kid was fine, right? Seriously injured. Seriously. In- <laughs> I'm not making a joke. Seriously injured. <laughs> well, the, well, this is going on forever. Would you stop fooling around? Lou, this scene is supposed to go on 30 more seconds. Ooh, I, I don't know what the... What is he, he wanting him to do? Well, they're going to have... He wants oh, to come up. Get rid of yeah. the curse? Well, come okay. up. Come up. He's fucking around so much. Look, I don't know why this is added. This is just for the kids, right? So much Dom DeLuise I see in this guy. Now he's, now he's electrically never, charged. He's never seen a glow stick before. Oh, now here comes some music. He's, he's conducting an orchestra. <laughs> Although it would be like Perry, that's that's a stick that uh, Kevin and Perry go large would have at a rave. Right, Ooh. right. Which okay, here's that same stick. Happened. Yeah, what right, happened? Violation on YouTube, and you can't see it anymore. Now, what have, the original? Ours. Ours, yeah. No, they left. The, yeah, that's. A, I told that's you, Carl, before. The, they leave the original, but we get hit. Go to the original. <laughs> I told Carl. I said, Carl. 
I don't want this on YouTube because if they flag us, they're going to discover the original. And that's the only good thing about YouTube is that it has that movie on it. <laughs> and okay. that movie was a, it brings a lot of joy. Look, the dog goes cross-eyed. I saw a ghost. <laughs> Does the dog go crazy.com. Oh, right. Does the dog see ghosts? I learned as a young I boy. I'm on YouTube. Kevin and Harry go large. Enter. Yep, it's still there. Yep. It's still there. Okay, yep, great. It's been there for seven years. I know. I didn't I didn't break that curse. Oh, Speaking it's got six hundred and sixty-six thousand views. Really? Okay, here comes the seance. And no, there's not gonna be Wolfman hands popping up in there. <laughs> you don't okay, say so. aunt. Now this is where Shelly Shelbert right. goes fucking mansplaining crazy. Oh, and he's gonna read the curse. Oh, really? Thank you for mansplaining this fucking movie of 40 minutes knee-deep into. But isn't mansplaining when a woman already knows what's being explained? Carl, mansplaining is when a woman already knows. Well, she didn't know the curse. Yeah, but she doesn't need a summary of the curse. I don't need a summary of the curse. She doesn't need it. Let me see about this Cliff character who I don't like anymore. <laughs> Well, okay, so it's Sheldon, Shelley. His name is Shelley. The actor's name is John Sheldon as Sheldon Gage. He died in 72 in Sri Lanka. Other ghost movies prior to Ghost Come, where Ghost Comes Home, he was in Whispering Ghosts and A Haunting We Will Go. Uh, he had two different roles in Fireside Theater. He married oh, five I times. Like that. He, he married five times, and uh, he went into business during the 50s. Okay. I have him foreign agent 52. I don't know if he was a foreign agent or... Uh, he was in a show called Foreign Agent. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so now they're being seanced over to the house. They they got to leave their beloved tree. Oh, and again, okay. we get so to watch some stunt work. A seance, it doesn't invite ghosts to come. It sucks them there. Yeah. Okay. And what they're going to do is they're going to say, mm -hmm. knock once for no, knock twice for yes. Because uh, they're going to come in. Look at this. They walk backwards. They're here. And she's saying like uh Abra, Kadabra, Kabubi, whatever. She's kind of chanting. I don't want to be here. <laughs> so they must have had strings to pull his coat, make it look like he was getting sucked. Either that or he walked backwards. So they're gonna he wants to communicate with him. Eventually they're gonna realize they're gonna communicate through the table. Because they can't hear what he's saying. Oh, she's she's talking gibberish. He goes, "You hear what that lady is saying?" <laughs> she goes, "Yeah." He goes, "What is she saying?" I don't understand a word of it. I don't know. That's you do. You're doing them great. I like doing Bud, man. Bud's the balls out. He's like, "Why shut up, you worthless piece of shit!" <laughs> I've never seen a man so angrier. They have a bit called "You're Forty, She's Ten. You want to hear it? They had it in the trailer for Coming Around the Mountain. Local film. You're 40. She's now say 10. you're a man who is 40 and you're in love with a girl who's 10. Oh, this is a pit. Really? They well, in five years, you're four years times older than she is. But in five, when five years, when she's 15 and you're 45, you're only three times older than her. And then let's say 15 years from now, she's 30 and you're 60. She's only half. 
At what point are you equal? Well, I should stop aging and she should catch up to me. <laughs> the weirdest okay, thing. Okay, so ever. he's tapping to... Yeah. And he goes, hey, are you a filthy traitor? Oh, no. Boom! Oh, you're the dirty traitors. Don't you call me dirty traitor. Oh, it seems like the ghost. What's that, Shelly? Seems like the ghost. Uh, think, uh, don't like it when you call him a dirty traitor. Knock, knock. Now, this is a really long routine where they, they do 20 questions to guess his occupation. Okay. So they're going to say, are you rich? Knock. Are you poor? Knock, knock. Oh, how does that fairy tale, that, that nursery rhyme goes? Are you uh, a soldier? Are you, tink are you tinker? Well, if you're not a gentleman, then you must be a tinker. Rap, 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 rap. <laughs> oh, he's a tinker. And she's like, I know no, how to They're going to. How do they gonna escape? Well, they're like, we're done. And she's like, I just want to go to New York City and fucking play gin rummy. He's like, no, hang on. There's more to come. And sure enough, look now what's coming. It's the portrait of a young lady. It's the portrait of the wife. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit. That's Lady Danbury. Mrs. Danbury. She's one of the ghosts. Well, I think, uh, Nora, that um, June... That they think they're one of the ghosts. Did his pants fall down? Yes, several times. <laughs> He's worse than me walking. You know, I I took a photo of the John Ritter portrait on Hollywood High for you. Right. And Thank uh, you. I didn't take a photo of my pants sagging down my ass and my fly unzipped <laughs> as I walk like another mile. Okay, so yeah. now they're doing the occupation game where they're uh, going to guess what who they are. And, oh, the best is, oh, he goes, wait, Tinker? Well, I remember Danbury. Now, Danbury wrote a journal, okay. which, if this guy is a see? So, basically, he, he, he reenact, he, he, re he built, rebuilt the house, Shelley. Okay. He brought the original furniture in. Right. And he also brought in the diary of Tom Danbury, which says, I regret being a traitor. I just miss my wife. So that's how they're going to clue together who the tinker is. Because gotcha. in the diary and the journal, he says, I also regret taking the letter of recommendation from the uh, George Washington from the tinker, who's nothing. That's how we'll get him free. Yeah. He's the tinker. See? Okay, here we go. Tinker, tinker. Oh, let me I check. Think let me check. So. Oh. I bethought myself that this must be the self same tinker whose letter of recommendation. Letter of recommendation. From George Washington. I had taken forcibly from Nora and hidden in a secret drawer. Okay, so now they know. Not that they couldn't read that, like, he had this journal. Now, here's what baffles me there's so yes. many leaves of logic in this movie. Okay. He works in a museum of American history. Right. He decides as a pet project for his, his before he gets married to re reconstitute or whatever the word the house of an American trader named Tom Danbury who came up with the. They're so happy they're going to be free. They, all they got to do is find <laughs> it. So 
it's a trader's house. So he restores a trader's house, brings in all the furniture for the trader. Uh, You're saying like he's doing something that's sort of in homage, but to a trader. But yeah, like if I had my Benedict Arnold if, uh, house, my Ashley right. Babbitt yeah, house, yeah, excuse yeah. me. If I had my Ashley ba uh, Babbitt house, you know, you'd be like, well, I don't understand why you would do that. that that's yeah. a little too soon. That's cutting. Let's stick with Benedict Arnold for this sake. Not that this movie doesn't resonate with all the fucking traitors in this movie, but, <laughs> you know, like he re it's Benedict Arnold's buddy. Why would you even restore the house of right, a fucking right. traitor? It's you know, then the I went to Stone Mountain in Georgia. And What's going they, on, bro? Stone Mountain, it's by the same guy who did Mount Rushmore. Right. Stone Mountain, it, it's it's the, the president of the Confederacy, the General Lee, and it's like three figures from on the, on the rebel side. And it's a national landmark, and President Johnson spoke there, and like it's 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 an homage to traitors. Okay, I gotta I gotta let you know, Tom the ghost is shaking the chair, and now Tom the ghost is a new ghost is is communicating through Emily. There's a new ghost. Yeah, a new ghost. It's Tom Danbury, and he's like, I hit it in a clock. Let's Go listen. Turn. Let's listen. Well, because Millie gets like laughing. So he's all the way on the other side. He's not really a ghost. Here we go. A ghost to ghost broadcast. I hate that pun. That pun was very popular during the radio era. <laughs> Instead of coast to coast. He's got his wings, but we're still grounded. We want to help. How can we help, Tom? Go find the clock. Start at 12. Turn twice to 12. Ten, fast one, or break it. Oh, Emily's out. Well, come on, Emily, tell us more. I, I don't. I was just a conduit. It, she's all tired because. Oh uh, yeah, ghost possessor. It's like we saw the movie Ghost with. Get tired. Yeah. Well, now it's like Ghost. Man, like what'd you do to your hair? Oh, it's. Do you like it? It's autumn mist. All right, so now they're finally going to search the house. Okay. And the ghosts aren't even going to help them. I think we need to search the house. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> you don't like him. I don't like him at all. I don't especially like him. I was just saying it wasn't really mansplaining in the traditional sense. You know, but... I, I've seen movies. The ghost haunted house movies have always, comedies have always been around, right? That was well, one of the first yes. movies they did that year was like, Scary movie. Hold that ghost. So they did private Buck Privates with the Andrew Sisters. Hit. They did in the uh, Navy same year with the Andrew Sisters. A hit. Then the third movie they did was uh, Hold That Ghost. They said, get the Andrew Sisters. So they showed up at the end and they sang a song. They added <laughs> that. But they didn't release it until they released the what? Air Force one. Look, see, they Why changed are clothing. They switching clothes. Well, because they, she's fucking hot in a, a uniform. I see. And I'm telling he... you, it's for the. Oh, here's a clock. You're going to rock out with your clock out. Hey, bud. Hey, Abbott. Will you knock it off? Hey, Abbott. Will you knock it off? 
He doesn't say Hey Abbott in the movie. <laughs> well, he wouldn't. There is one movie where they play different characters and he says Hey Be- Abbott. <laughs> I have it. Actually, you know, their last movie, they were Bud and Lou, and there's one movie where they actually have their original name. Uh-huh. I will post my movie uh, history, uh, my movie list, my pain guide on our Facebook page. So go to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, and it's information I got from the scrapbook and just watching the trailers on the Tubi special gotcha. in 1990. You know, when uh, they quit, they retired... Wait, why aren't they opening it? Why? Oh, they're going to open it. Well, because Shelly just said, well, this is the one fake piece of furniture I had recreated to be put in my house because the original is at the museum in upstate New York. Okay. Now, here's here's Bud to the rescue. Listen, my ancestor was a prick to to Lou. The least I could do is to go into the museum and ask them for it. Now, this is a big deal because he drives in this, and it's mentioned in IMDb, but he really never drives. Bud had a chauffeur. He didn't drive, and they felt like he got into an accident on this. But interesting, the scrapbook mentions the studio, Universal, gave him an electric two-seater to practice on the lot to drive. But he had a horrible time. So did he have a driver's license? Really? I mean, it was, I don't know, the equivalent of it? No, not really. Maybe he does for show business, but he never drove. Wow. Yeah, I think he got hurt driving. So now they have to wait uh, until the clock arrives, and we're going to get him driving to get it or whatever. Right. You know, they even say, like, we got to wait. Oh, look at that. Uh, Costello kissed Abbott, and Abbott thought that that Emily kissed her. Emily kissed her. He kisses her, and she smacks him. It's really awkward. Wacky. There it is, the original queen and clock. No, Sam cannot have it. Yeah, mister, I just want to play with it and uh, finger it and then open the insides. You will not do such a thing. Good day. Well, what would Abbott and Costello do with a prop? I know. I'll steal it. Right. Of course they would. Yeah. There you go. Look at that barrel chest. This is like from Animal House. Oh, nothing, please. What do you got in there? Ah, oh, you know, I gained some weight. I'm a big fat fatty fat so ding what you ding ding, ding, <laughs> ding. Oh, I said four o'clock already? Gee, I better get the fuck out of here. Yoink. <laughs> hey, I'm suspicious. Hey, Callahan. Oh, Cassidy, let's go. The Queen Anne clock's been stolen. Well, I think I know who did it. <laughs> Queen Anne clock's I, been stolen. I think no, I build a replica. Now here, Shelly. Well, you know, if we don't have the clock, we're original clock. It's five o'clock, according to the fake clock, and I don't see Abbott here. Abbott, are you here? Hey, Abbott. Hey, hey. Abbott. Hey, Abbott. Abbott. Boy, she's a weird duck, man. She's saying, "Look, if they could wait 160 years, we could wait 20 minutes." Right. Oh, see there, ghost. Can I sit down? Yoink. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to stand. Thank you very much, ghost. It's Benny. It's like just adding, I don't know, Aquafina to your movie. Just like, here's someone popular. Let's get her in there. It's sarcastic. Mm. Uh, and, although that would be fun. He, boom! There's the money Ooh. shot. That's what he, he only did it once in this movie. He did it well. Yeah, he did. Hello. 
German-looking upstate New York. Uh, no, just fellow friendly upstate New York patrolman. Where's the clock? How do they know it was him? He was there. But he doesn't own that. Oh, yes, he did. No, he doesn't own the house. He's a he's a house guest of uh, Shelby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how do the cops know where to go and where he might be? And well, they know he's coming, so they're going to set a trap. Not if the ghost can stop him. Ah, okay. So, so they know because he said, "I need this clock for this house," and then all of a sudden it's gone. Right. Okay. Now this guy, by the way, is the best. We'll have plenty of the officers' double takes and uh, ghost reaction shots. Great. And this, uh, this, I guess IMDb says it was their most expensive movie. The scrapbook mentioned a movie earlier was like their most like expensive to date. So it might have. There's a lot of crazy effects in this. So they're trying to warn Abbott. Right. With a cannonball, I guess, because they ran into. So with a chain on it, I guess. And he tripped over it. He's going to notice it, I guess. And he's... Oh, I think you're right, Carl. So there it is. There's the infamous Bud driving scene. Whoa, is this really Lou, not a stunt person? Is Lou. I know. Oh, I guess it's made out of rubber or something. No, it was a real cannonball. Oh. Oh, there he is. He gets out of the car. And he's that was nuts. Bud driving in the movie. So the ghost, ghost failed, and she just told him. Right. The ghosts were unable to do it. So, so he's why not go do hide. the combination right this moment and just get the letter and return the clock? No, they got to have some ghost shenanigans. Well, there's Bud's car. I never knew he drove. <laughs> now, what, what was, was it? it again? What was it again? It was well, 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and then 10 after. It's 10 after 2. I know. Okay. Oh, actually, I'm going to play the volume on this. <laughs> out in, out. That's like the when Curly was eating the clam chowder and the clams kept spraying water. He's like, <laughs> such a Curly move. In, out. In out, right? The clock opens up to show it just to spite him. Oh, get the gun out. I mean, this was like a year after the war. They were pissed. They said, Listen, why are the IRS clamping down on you? We did so much for the war effort for the United States. Good point, actually. But they were bitter about the government. They, you know, and they, they had to hide money. It was just nuts. Okay, so they were close to getting the letter, and right now the the cops have taken it, and it was right there, Carl. It was right. We had it right there, Carl. It was right there. <laughs> but see, he's doing. He's not riffing against Abbott. He's riffing against everybody but Abbott, and they do great. They both do a great job. Nora and uh, Marjorie here. All right, so really apart at all. They're throughout the whole film as human beings together. Right. It's just a weird premise. I mean, Little Giant, you could tell from the trailer, it's noticeably without Bud for Uh for long stretches. Here you go, double take. This guy is vaudevillian. 
<laughs> I have peace. I, I didn't do it. I got my handcuffs on there. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yellow Cuddy. Oh. Doesn't stop. I'm going to repeat the same thing I did before, but slower. See? Put that. Uh -huh, that'll teach you. Like every silent movie I've seen. Dad, you got paybacks a bitch, bud. No, they can't get past the acres. It's as if the, go the cursed ghosts are in their jalopy. They're in it? Yeah, so they can't, they physically can't pass. Because uh, Lou's in the car. Okay, okay. Where is he in the car? The trunk? He's, I think he's like next to the lieutenant, uh, the sergeant, pulling his hat down. Oh, just he's invisible. Yeah, he's invisible right now. Right. He's playing poker. <laughs> that That's everything looks ship shape. Now we hear ghost voice. Oh, Horatio, what is that thing? I don't know. I'll check it out. It's circular and I can move it like this and like that. Oh, what about that? See? And that's the shake move it. And then I guess that is called the guest pedal. I'll press that. <laughs> so this is all their special effects computer yeah, graphics. Right. This is all. Whoa. Uh, now you're doing it. I'm going to pull your hat down. Does he even just slams on the head like that? That's slapstick. It looks like Jim Rockford for a second. Yeah, he does. Whoa. Okay. Now talk about special effects. Now, this Whoa, is like he didn't slam into the tree. That's what I was expecting. Right. Well, notice Bud is not driving in this. So we never really see Bud driving, but we do see <laughs> him being held stop hostage. This crazy thing. When I said let's go out for donuts, this is not what I meant. <laughs> That's funny, but we went out for donuts. Yeah, Right in the parking lot. Oh, look at that. That looks oh, so real. Look out, you you film. You right, film just play the film. Again, they're in the, they're in the Universal backlot right now. They're in the studio's backlot shooting this movie. Uh-oh. Ah! Ghost car. What hijinks. What shenanigans. Well, at the end, they uh, Lou asks him to, to give him ask Bud to give him five stars. <laughs> There's some candy back there if you'd like it. He's <laughs> like some water. I want you to stop. And there he goes. There's Whoa! What a terrible special effect. Well, well, well. I never got why he would poison the well. Like they were like they saved democracy. I guess they were destroying the the whole property. Yeah, she looks great. This is hilarious. Well, you got to hold on to something. And then, of course, that's not going to let it die. He's going to have to return the steering wheel to the lieutenant. Where's my steering wheel? Oh, well, I don't believe anything. I don't think downtown will believe a word we said. There he is. Guys, I can't believe what happened. Well, I can't believe it either. Downtown won't believe us. Are you okay, bud? What Did was that say? sound? Oh, right. It's the clock. Dong, dong, dong. And there's the letter. Okay, are we finaleing here? Yeah, we're getting to it. We still have some. See, 
you can't arrest us now. When I sold the clock, I told you because there's a piece of paper in it. Yeah, oh, I guess you're well, right. At this point, who? What else can I believe? Like well, the, the ghost thing is, they, he stole the clock and the letter. He stole from yeah, the museum. He's, yeah, from a museum. The federal crime. But the cop just saw a ghost, so he's like, you know, at this point, whatever. <laughs> oh, and then the uh, oh, here we go. You can't let the steering wheel go. Now, who is no. doing that? That's Bud. Uh, that's Ab Lou. Oh, I get them oh, myself. Okay. Here's your steering wheel. Boy, thank you very much. I, oh, 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 look at that double. Look at that. So Roll. good. <laughs> like, I wish I would see him again. Oh, and they're gonna do it. This is cute. He can't do it. She's going to do it. And then Carl, he can't walk across the acre. They can leave. The curse is gone. But won't they, don't they go to heaven now? Not yet. Okay. Well, they have loves waiting for them. So she does it. Perfect. Go ahead and do it, Lou. I'm out. I can't. I can't do it. I see invisible fence like a doggy. <laughs> I got another pitchfork in my ass. You could tell this is a period piece uh, because no one farts in the beginning of the movie. I thought you were going to reference her cycle of monthly. I could. Period piece. All right. Okay, here, comes. here it comes. Oh. My love Tom? is to me. Is that my beloved traitor, Tom? I've been so horny and you wouldn't give me anything. I'm my beloved Tom. I'll have to fuck Benedict Arnold just because <laughs> that's all I got. You've been a good friend. I hope. He goes, I hope that no, you come over to me and Nora's house and we could have a picnic. Wow. This is really, uh, this, this rivals the E.T. goodbye. You know, I cried during this. I was shopping. Why, rain, why is rain flowing sideways here? I think it's like cold glitter. Glitter, but it's going perfectly diagonal. Right. Whoa. Whoa. Here's oh. the stereotype of heaven. There's Pearly Gates, and who's waiting? Oh, it just so happens is Nora. Oh, Nora, I missed you from the first reel. Sorry <laughs> you got abducted and killed. <laughs> let me in. Oh, I can't let you in. Really? Why can't you let me in? Look over there. Oh, I will look over there. Close <laughs> for Washington's whack -a, whack a whack a Da, 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 da. Oh. And so we end. Carl, what did you think of the movie? I really enjoyed it. I really <laughs> liked it. It's fucking great. I love that movie. Yeah. The yeah. end. Uh, well, I am... Uh, no, like end credits. The credits were always in the beginning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't have that many credits, I guess. And they also had like, uh, you know, just they listed them up front. That was the way. So it's already over. Goodness yeah. gracious. Wow. wow. Usually you watch end credits and it goes on. Yeah. Out. Well, because I also want to hear the songs. Uh, I love this movie. I think yeah. this is one of the, it's a good one. Like, I like, Abner Costello, I think partially because it's because I watched them. I didn't really see. The, I know the radio show, Kate Smith's show they did beforehand, classic, mm -hmm. but I never heard it. Uh, but this movie was great. I wish they did more movies like that where they yeah. played up the formula, you know, because they were both very funny in it. And uh, it wasn't like I missed them. 
you know, there's and it just... was Bud's one of Bud's favorites. Yeah, one of Bud's favorite, according to to the Saturday Evening Post. All right, well, uh, Carl, I'm really excited. Uh, we're going to be back next week with a different yes. movie. Time uh, for me to research again. Yes, sir. Uh, Carl, I say let's do it. Let's pick the movie that is one hour and fifty eight seconds uh, minutes. Okay, minutes so what we got to do is when the show starts, we can't do our preamble. You got to say we got to okay, kick it right at me, gentlemen. The search is. And we'll do That's the right. Rumbot or something. Yeah, so next week's movie is one hour, 58 minutes, and 53 seconds. So it is exactly two-hour movie that we're going to cram into our uh, one hour, 50-minute slot. Uh, we don't want to go long for the 4 o'clock segment. So it's Modesty Blaze from 1966, okay. uh, based on the pop culture novel and comic yep. book. Is it Blase, not Blaze? Blase. Maybe it's Modesty Blase. I never said it out loud in my life. Okay. Uh, and we're going to be watching the two-hour movie, but right now, history comes to life. At host Modesty Balazi, 1966 trailer. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Let me try to catch up with you. Modesty Balazi. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they'll announce, they'll, the announcer will tell us how to pronounce it. And you said it was... Okay. Trailer. And what was the channel you like? Something comes to life. Hang on, let me check. History comes to life. Okay. Because yes, you remember oh. this in history. I am pausing, rewinding to zero, 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 and I'm ready when you are. All right. Three, two, one, go. Psychedelic. See, they don't say her name right there. It's got to be Blase. Does I think it's Blase. All right, I will. She's a spy. Modesty what? Modesty what? They don't say what it is. Look at these outfits. Is that a banjo, Carl? Uh, I... It's annoying as fuck. Modesty bull. La Lay Masi Ah Blaze He said Blaze Paris Stamp Comics? Yeah, it's based on a comic book novel. Blaze. Blaze. Okay. Huh? Caesar saved civilization? Yeah. Thank Ooh. you. Tattoos. Footsie. Oh, a blaze of fury. <laughs> cool. This goes on for three minutes. You want to wrap it up? Uh, sure. sure. Boy, trailers really have changed. They're down. Huh. They used to be so humble and modesty. <laughs> Modest? 
Modesty Blazers are next week's movie. Carl, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for the old switcheroo. It was fun to be on. Yeah. The, uh, research you did great side. research. You did great research for this. You did great research for Elvis. I don't remember. I I don't. Killdozer was a terrible episode. About really... um, what was oh, the? It, it was Ernest. That hey, Vern. A... Right. Ernest. Yeah, I did Ernest. Yeah. Killdozer was your day off. Yeah, that yeah. was a day off. Well, I'm glad I made the grade that this was yes. an Elvis quality episode and not a Killdozer quality episode. And uh, I like uh, to do it again. We should mention up front in August we'll be uh, airing re-airing episodes that didn't come out uh, over the air right correctly that one time as well as we're going to revisit a couple of favorites just to keep the breeze keep it breezy during the summer but we're back we'll be back next week modesty blades is still going on i can't wait to see this horrible movie modesty, modesty. all right thank you carl appreciate it thank you thank audience you we'll much. see you next week let's watch a full length movie on youtube with my Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with my ego It's been over one long year watching movies back. German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael
can be Want you to be my queen You know I said I'm a king bee baby Want you to be Stops him to love me. He's so fine and mellow. Love will make you drink and gamble. Make you stay out all night long. Love will make you drink and gamble. Make you stay out all night long. Love will make you do things. Don't you know you are?
One of these days, if God is good to me, I'll bring you a little bunny. Come back to me, baby. Try me one more time. Cause without you loving, I swear I'm gonna lose my mind.
cafeteria, late cold March afternoon, the street, 3rd Avenue, is cobbled, cold, desolate with trolley tracks. Some guy on the corner is waving his hand down, knowing somebody emphatically. And out of sight behind a black and white pillar, cold clowns in the moment horror of the world. A Puerto Rican kid with a green stick stooping to bat the sidewalk, but changing his mind and halting on. Two new small trucks parked. The withery gray rose stone building across the street with its rhyme heights in the quiet winter sky. Inside are quiet workers by neon and tablatures, 
practicing fanning lessons with the murderous Marble. A yakking blonde with awful wide smile is macking her mouth, lip talk, to an old bodhisattva papa on the sidewalk. The tense quickness of her hard working words. Meanwhile, a funny bum with no sense tries to panhandle them and is waved away stumbling. He doesn't care about society, women embarrassed with paper bags on sidewalks. Unutterably sad, the broken winter shattered face of a man passing in the bleak ripple, followed by a Russian boxer with an expression of Baltic lostness. Something grim and Slavic and so helplessly beyond my conditional ken or ability to evaluate and believe that I shudder as at the touch of whole stone to think of them. The sickened old awfulness of it, like slats of wood walls in an old brewery truck. on his face was as calm, beautiful, and profound as the image of the Buddha represented in the East. The lidded eyes, the expression that says, all is well. This was what Charlie Parker said when he played, all is well. He had the feeling of early in the morning, like a hermit's joy like the perfect cry of some wild gang at a jam session, wail, wop. Charlie burst his lungs to reach the speed of what the speedsters wanted, and what they wanted was his eternal slowdown. A great musician and a great creator of forms that ultimately find expression in mores and what have you. Musically as important as Beethoven, yet not regarded as such at all. A genteel conductor of string orchestras in front of which he stood, proud and calm, like a leader of music in the great historic world night, and wailed his little saxophone, the alto, with piercing clear lament in 
perfect tune and shining harmony, toot, as listeners reacted without showing it and began talking. And soon the whole joint is rocking and talking and everybody talking. Charlie Parker whistling them on to the brink of eternity with his Irish St. Patrick patoodle stick. And like the holy miss, we blop and we plop in the waters of slaughter and white meat and die one after one in time. And how sweet a story it is when you hear Charlie Parker tell it, either on records or at sessions, where at official bits and clubs, shots in the arm for the wallet, gleefully he whistled the perfect horn. Anyhow, it made no difference. Charlie Parker, forgive me. Forgive me for not answering your eyes. For not having made an indication of that which you can devise. Charlie Parker, pray for me. Pray for me and everybody in the nirvanas of your brain where you hide indulgent and huge. No longer Charlie Parker, but the secret unsayable name that carries with it merit not to be measured from here to up, down, east, or west. Charlie Parker, lay the bane off me and everybody. Thank you. 
Doghouse Square, MutinyRadio.fm. Thanks for listening.
train to come along and take me away from here. Friend, take me away from here. Let train come along and take me away from here. And that mean away me and get along. 